This is KNKX. It's been more than two months since three Tacoma police officers were charged with felonies in the killing of Manuel Ellis. Ellis, who was black, died after repeatedly telling officers he could not breathe as they restrained him. Officers Matthew Collins, Christopher Burbank, and Timothy Rankin have pleaded not guilty. They all remain employed by the Tacoma Police Department, pending the results of an internal investigation. KNKX's Kari Plogue and Patrick Malone with the Seattle Times have partnered on coverage of the Ellis case, and they talked about the latest developments. Patrick, you just published a story detailing the local law enforcement response to the charges. What did you uncover in your reporting? Well, we started by analyzing Tacoma Police Department attendance data that showed on the date that the charges were announced that absences were 30% higher than average, and in fact, nearly a third of the entire force took that day off. An important development in the case came the day after the charges were filed. That's when Josh Harris, the owner of Integrity Construction Group in Tacoma, bailed out the officers by posting their $300,000 bond. Harris told Como News he was inspired to bail out the officers to show his support for law enforcement and also to recognize the three defendants' military service. But the Tacoma Action Collective, community organizers and allies of the Ellis family, unearthed a connection Harris had failed to mention. Harris's brother is the Tacoma Police Department's chaplain. Tacoma Action Collective spread the word online, and a lot of emotion poured out on social media from Ellis's family and its supporters as well as the officers' backers. A school security officer who'd posted her support for the officers and Harris on Facebook really didn't like Ellis's sister's online response. Uh, to her post, it told people where they could complain to the officer's supervisors, and this officer turned around and sought a protection order against Ellis's sister. A judge ultimately ruled that the school security officer couldn't expect greater protection under the First Amendment than Ellis's sister could and denied the order. And Kari, you recently spoke with Ellis's sister, Monet Carter-Mixon, about what she's been dealing with since the officers were charged. What did she have to say? Yeah, so beyond the stress that was brought on by the restraining order that Patrick mentions, um, Monet says that a lot happened within the week of the charging decision. She says that she was harassed by someone in her neighborhood. She had her car vandalized. She believes that someone's been following her for the past two months. Um, So she actually moved her family to a temporary location as a precaution. Um, And she suspects that all of this is directly related to how vocal she's been about her brother's case. I'm checking my car before I actually get into it, like having to basically have like a bunch of safety precautions. I wasn't having to do that before because now people are desperate. You know, they are facing like serious charges, but I just feel like they want to intimidate me um, to make me maybe be more fearful about speaking out or saying things. I hope they know that I'm not going to, like, stop. Monet also told me that she's having some pretty serious conversations with her kids about all that's been going on. He, my oldest son was the one that said, Mom, like, they could come in and, like, just kill you and say that you were associated with whatever or did whatever, make whatever they want to make up about you and kill you in front of us. I could say that they there was no reason for them to do that, but they're going to be believed by they, law enforcement, police officers, whoever, they could do that, and um, you would be gone. Monet says that she understands that sounds extreme, but to her and her family, it's not hyperbole. She says she doesn't trust law enforcement to protect her while this case plays out in court. Mm. Patrick, why does all of this matter, especially as it relates to your reporting on the law enforcement response? 
Well, police in Washington state just aren't accustomed to facing criminal charges when they kill someone on duty. The three officers charged for killing Manuel Ellis matched the statewide total over the previous 40 years, and it's even rarer in Pierce County and Tacoma. So law enforcement and its supporters have reacted as though they've been betrayed by a justice system that they trusted to justify every death. For Ellis's sister, uh, Monet, it's just also been an eye-opening and unfamiliar experience to be invited into the rarefied era of the criminal justice system, especially as a victim of police violence. Her experience beating back a restraining order that could have brought police officers from the same department as the officers that killed her brother at a moment's notice just made her feel less safe now than she did before the officers were charged. And Kari, the family has already been through a lot, and this case is far from over. What's next for Monet? So despite all that she's been dealing with, uh, Monet told me that she's trying her best to focus on the joy in her life right now. She's actually expecting another baby soon, uh, a son, her, her sixth baby, uh, and she's naming him after Manny. So I don't know, I feel like maybe he was like, he was brought to me or given to me like by like my brother to kind of like keep him around or keep him with me like I have a, a little piece of him on her so he's a little, all my kids are special but he's like a little bit special a little bit more special. <laughs> Monet's pregnancy is actually considered a high-risk pregnancy. Uh, she says right now she's trying to take it easy so she can deliver a healthy baby and she says that means thinking about the happy memories that she has of her brother. All right, Kari, Patrick, thank you both for your reporting. Thanks. Thank you. That was KNKX's Kari Plogue and Patrick Malone of the Seattle Times. You can find out more about this story, including a link to the Seattle Times investigation, at our website, knkx.org.